Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. <laughs> but let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. It's sedition. Got it? Guilty of a conspiracy of sedition to obstruct an official proceeding. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This cannot be good for the former guy. The Cheeto Dust QAnoner. This cannot be good for him. At all. Really bad news. The other... <laughs> Horrible news for the Cheeto Dust QAnoner. The head Nazi is Stephen Miller, another Nazi, decided that he would uh, partake in a subpoena with the January 6th grand jury. The first witness since Jack Smith has taken over as special counsel. These are all significant things. It's all significant. That's why he freaks out over on true social or fraud social, whatever the hell it is. Freaking the fuck out. And the reason why is because the walls are closing in. The January 6th Select Committee has deposed more witnesses, including Kellyanne Conway, which I'm not even really, you know, I'm not even really sure what the fuck that's about. Like, what could she possibly fucking know other than hearsay? About the state elector scheme. That's I think that's where this is boiling down to. In in Trump's criminal liability here is the state elector scheme. Because also we have news that Mark Meadows has been ordered to go be deposed by the grand jury in Fulton County, Georgia. This all seems to be part of this scheme where they were trying to overthrow our government. Do you think Jack Smith is going to overturn rocks that Jeannie Thomas is hiding under? What do you think? I think he is. I think Jack Smith's investigation here into the January 6th Plot to overthrow our government. Sedition, as it was confirmed by a jury yesterday. Sedition. Conspiracy of sedition. What was it that they said after January 6th? They're like, oh, you can't call it sedition. It's not a violent attempt of overthrow. It's not a coup. Hmm. Can't say that shit anymore. 
guilty. Of course, Stuart Rhodes dodged one charge, but the charge of sedition and obstruction of official proceeding are charges he didn't dodge. I'm not really sure exactly what his um, sentencing guidelines are going to look like, but I'm sure it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. I would imagine that Stuart Rhodes probably receives at least 10 to 14 years in a federal prison, and he will serve the majority of those 10 to 14 years. He will get good time because Stuart seems to always get a pass in his life. This time he did not, from this jury, get a pass. We've had Tasha Adams and Dakota Vaughn Adams, his estranged wife and estranged son, on the show here. Uh, We've done an interview with them. She actually, Tasha, his estranged wife, talks about the actual story of how that bonehead lost his eye. He shot it out. He shot out his own fucking eye. It's, It's on our YouTube channel. Go look at it. You just go to the playlist tab and go down to Oath Keepers, Proud Boys, that list. Click on that. There's several interviews with Dakota uh, on there, but there's also interviews with the interview with Tasha as well. Uh, so just go to YouTube and subscribe, and you can find the, again, that playlist under the playlist tab, and you can see our interviews with them. Stuart Rhodes is Donald Trump. Here's what I mean by that. They are one and the same type motherfucker. Now, they were born with different spoons in their mouth. Donald Trump was born with a silver spoon. He's not self-made at all. Not even a little bit. He's a fucking bonehead. Really, honestly, he's probably more boneheaded than Elon Musk. He's destroyed more businesses than him for sure. It's all bluster. It's all bullshit. It's all fraud. Always has been. Always will be. I mean, Jesus Christ is fucking his. The big organization that he claims is the greatest business of all time and all this nonsense. It's in receivership in the state of New York. It's also under criminal investigation or criminal trial, under criminal trial. Probably going to receive federal referrals for tax fraud to the Southern District of New York. He had a failed presidency. The only thing that Donald Trump was able to accomplish as the president of the United States is to make sure rich motherfuckers in this country kept their tax cuts. And got more of a tax cut. While the middle class and lower class. They got a little bit of a tax cut for a couple years. And now they're ripping it away. As inflation takes hold. As prices are getting higher. The Republicans made sure. That the middle and lower class would have to pay more. In tax, especially income tax, because that baby, that's the fucking tax that the working class pays. They made sure of that. 
And are they going to do anything in this new Congress? Fuck, no, they're not. They're not going to do anything at all in the House of Representatives besides talk about some fucking guy's laptop that doesn't exist. Try to impeach Joe Biden. That's what that's the the entirety of their fucking platform. And shut down the government. Good good luck. That's what they're gonna do. I'm gonna do anything. Why would they? Why would Trump do anything when he was president? Jesus Christ, every week was infrastructure week. Every every two weeks he was gonna come out with a healthcare plan. You remember this? Uh, greatest healthcare plan ever. Just wait. Two fucking weeks. Two fucking weeks. We'll have that some bitch. Do you know who actually passed infrastructure? Democrats. Democrats did that shit. Do you know who actually advanced health care to make sure that people weren't fucking getting just hosed? Democrats. The Inflation Reduction Act reduced a whole slew of prescription drugs. Made sure that the government can negotiate price. Medicare and Medicaid. Do you know who made sure that veterans who have served our country received the health care that they earned and deserve? Democrats did that shit. What the fuck did Trump do? Not a goddamn thing besides fuck you on your taxes. That's right. Fuck you on your taxes. He gave the top 5% their break and everyone else gets the fucking gets takes it in the ass without the Vaseline. That's how that's how that's what they do. He's never accomplished anything in his entire fucking life. He bankrupt casinos. Casinos are fucking rigged, folks. It's it's a rigged game. That's that's the entire point is it's fucking rigged. Everyone knows it. Even the people addicted to it are fucking know it's rigged against them. It's the idea of winning against a rigged system. That is the attraction, maybe. But he couldn't even keep those motherfuckers open. Trump steaks, Trump wine, Trump whatever this, Trump whatever that, Trump university, Trump whorehouse, Trump Trump charities. Can't keep them open. What in the fuck makes anyone think? He lost by 3 million votes. Right? He wins on a technicality in 2016. Loses by three fucking million votes. Gets his ass stomped in his midterm. Eight million more people told him to fuck off in 2020. He backs all kinds of candidates in this midterm. And they barely, barely win the House. And managed to give away a seat in the Senate. He's a fucking loser. His entire life is losing. Now, why is he still walking around? Because he's a fraud. And he was born with the silver spoon. 
the reason why Stuart Rhodes is going to fucking federal prison. I don't know when the sentencing is. I'm sure it will be scheduled for some time, probably February of next year, maybe March, depending on how busy that court is. The reason why Stuart Rhodes is going to federal prison for sedition is because he participated in the sedition and he doesn't quite have the silver spoon in his mouth. But Stuart Rhodes and Donald Trump are one in the same. Be sure of it. Be sure of it. Just go watch that interview with Tasha Adams, his estranged wife. She'll tell you. Yeah, he went to fucking Yale and he was a fucking attorney, but he is he is a he's just worthless. He's worthless. He thinks he's smart, not smart. He's definitely not as smart as he thinks he is. This sounds familiar, doesn't it? I'm telling you. Brothers from a different mother is what Stuart Rhodes and Donald Trump are. And frankly, it's surprising that Donald Trump has never shot his fucking own eye out. But I believe that their fates will be the same. Everything is pointing to this state elector scheme. John Eastman, Jeffrey Clark, Mike Pence. Declaring all oh, these these electors aren't real, so we have to have our own. The grand jury in Georgia. I actually believe that the documents case is part of the state elector scheme. That's right. I believe I I, I don't have any evidence other than I know who the fuck Donald Trump is. And we've watched him say his crimes out loud for years now. I believe that the reason why Jack Smith has has jurisdiction of the special counsel over the documents case and the January 6th case is because they are the same case. They are not a different case. Now, there may be different crimes, different motivations for part of these documents, but you can be damn sure that one of the reasons, one of the motivations that the Cheeto Dust QAnoner stole those documents is to hide the sedition that Stuart Rhodes and the Oath Keepers are going to go to prison for. They were just convicted on yesterday. The Proud Boys trial is coming up, too. I believe that those documents that he stole, part of them prove the sedition. That's why he took them. The other part of the documents probably show the intelligence of the Russia collusion. No doubt. And then he stole other ones to sell them or trade them for something. Or maybe hold them over someone's head as blackmail. This is Trump. He didn't take them because he wanted to hang them on the wall. Because he thinks it's neat to keep them in his desk drawer. I mean, maybe a few of them, right? To brag. You know, he's like this bragging shit. He likes that type shit. Oh, look what I got. I got a document no one else can have and no one else can see. But I'll show it to you because I'm a dumb fuck. 
But that's why he took the motherfuckers. That's why it only makes sense, right? That's why Jack Smith has jurisdiction over documents and January 6th. Why else? Why else would the attorney general give him jurisdiction over both those things if both those cases weren't connected? I mean, we have White House logs missing. We know that from the January 6th select committee's open investigation. By telling the American public that, hey, there's a bunch of fucking White House logs that are missing. We don't know where the fuck they're at. Hmm. I wonder where they're at. Wonder where they could be. In a casket somewhere, maybe? Who knows? Who knows? But the significance of Stuart Rhodes and the Oath Keepers being found guilty in open court by a jury of their peers of sedition is very, very good for democracy. And it makes it very, very bad for the America First Nazi Party. Horrible. Horrible situation for the America First Nazi Party. We have good news, though. There is good news in this country. And, of course, the the only good news that we have in this country, I mean, besides, you know, these fucking Nazis being found guilty of sedition, is that our government the one we select, the one we elect, that we elected in 2020, did their job yesterday. Yesterday, the Senate passed with 61 votes, topping the 60 threshold. I believe Cory Booker was the 60th vote in that roll call. Topped to 61 votes for the Respect of Marriage Act. What a fantastic day in America. What a fantastic day for liberty. Now, I believe that we shouldn't have to have the Senate declare these things. It should just be a societal norm, but we can't trust societal norms anymore. When you're all hopped up on QAnon, when you're all hopped up on misinformation and lies... And you have an amplification system of those misinformation and lies in this country. And you're demonizing, demonizing. You motherfuckers are demonizing people in the LGBTQ community. Yes. Are there miscreants in every community? Absolutely. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. But to frame up, to frame up that every single person and even allies of those people's liberty are somehow, somehow, they're demons. This is 2022, folks. This is 2022. We don't have to fucking play that nonsense. And yesterday, the Senate passed the Respect for Marriage Act, which is another step forward to making sure that folks know in this country which party and who is for Liberty of all people. And two of the fucking scumbags that voted against this that stand out to me is Rick Scott and Marco Rubio of Florida. It's not surprising that Rick Scott and Marco Rubio, the senators from Florida, have to be fucking bigots. 
I mean, they don't want to catch any flack from their their Fuhrer down in Florida, Ron DeSantis. As they decide who are the leaders of the America First Nazis, they have to really, you know, dig in to the whole Fourth Reich thing down in Florida. Just dig in. You can't stand up for people's right to marry who they want to love. Fuck you. You can't stand up for 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 someone wants to marry who they love. Rather, rather they're in an interracial marriage or they're in in a in in a gay marriage. I don't want to get gay married. And then you have Madison Gawthorne. This is great. This is great. Madison Gawthorne coming out of Congress goes on the floor. Um, and gives a speech about his masculinity and how he doesn't know what the fuck masculinity is. It's fantastic. I'm not sure why these fucking idiots are so insecure about their manhood, but I've got ideas. I've got ideas why they're insecure about their manhood. Listen, there are plenty, plenty of members of the LGBTQ community that would whip the shit out of some straight white dude. I mean, absolutely go 10 rounds and smash their fucking face in. You people think just because there's a certain thing, it means a certain thing. It does not. And frankly, when you're projecting your insecurities about your manhood, because... People don't wear the clothes you want them to wear or listen to the music you want them to listen to. You people are fucking boneheads and you're barking up wrong trees. You're totally underestimating the American people. And that's why Gen Z is going to bury you for good. And good for them. And good for the Senate to pass this bill. To show, to show the next generation that, hey, we are willing to stand up for your liberty. Don't let these people fucking intimidate you. We are willing to stand up for your liberty. Who you want to love, who you want to marry, if you want to marry or not, which I'm not, shit, I'd, I would advise most people that marriage may not be the best idea. Marriage is tough. It's a hard partnership. Anyone who's been married knows that. It's a tough partnership. Two people committing to this <laughs> legal partnership. Especially over a long period of time. But to but to refuse someone's right to have that to have that hard partnership, get the fuck out of here. That's not liberty. Telling someone, well, you're black and you're white, you can't get married. Well, you're you're a dude and you're a dude, you can't get married. Well, a woman and a woman can't get married. What the fuck do you care? What what on earth does it have to do with you? Who someone else fucking loves? What does it have to do with you? And if you have to ask that question, what the fuck does it have to do with you? Then we should not be fucking saying people cannot do that shit. That's right. They'll be like, oh, but you wanted, you lived hard, wanted people to wear masks. Yeah, that had everything to do with everyone else, dummy. Gay marriage is not contagious. Interracial marriage is not contagious, you stupid fuck. 
They just don't get what liberty is. They don't get it. And that's why it's such a victory. And I wanted to bring it up in the first 30 minutes. I wanted to talk about this edition, but I also wanted to talk about liberty. Because you know that's 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 part of that's the entire fucking reason for the show is the freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty. Get it fucking through your thick skull. You fucking fascist. You cannot, you cannot dictate what someone else does with their fucking privacy. Rather, it's the privacy of who they want to marry and who they want to love and who they want to fuck or what they want to dress like if they want to put on a dress or if they want to change their gender or be identified as a different gender. What the fuck does it have to do with you? Not a goddamn thing. Just because you're offended doesn't mean they have to do anything for you, fucko. It is their liberty to be who they want to be. And you ain't got no fucking say in it. And if you want to have a say in what someone else does, rather it be their religion, their sex, their marriage, their race, how they dress, how they want to identify, what hair color they want to have, you're the fascist. And it's only more and more clear when you support Nazis. This is the type of shit that Nick Fuentes always has been talking about. Taking away people's fucking liberty because of who they are. Because he don't like them. That's why you're aligned with Nazis. If you're standing around going, whoa. Why did President Trump meet with Nick Fuentes, who is a Holocaust denier? He's a Nazi. Yeah, he denies the Holocaust, but most Nazis do. It's because you're one of them. If you're wondering why you weren't horrified At the news that some fucking weirdo, lunatic, MAGA Republican, confused or not, went into a place in Colorado Springs and killed five people and and murdered five people, assassinated five people, and injured dozens more, and you're not aware, and you don't get, you don't, you don't have the feelings of remorse. Because those people are of a certain kind of folk that you don't like. You're one of them. You're a Nazi. We need to stop. We need to stop being light-footed about this. I wish the media would start talking like I fucking talk. They're not going to, by the way. I mean, if you want it real and raw, this is the fucking place to come. If you want to go fucking listen to them fucking act like we're you got to give... Nazis, a couple minutes to talk. Fuck you. You can go talk to them. You can go watch MSNBC and CNN, Fox News, whatever you want to watch. You're not going to get that shit here. 
And fake Gabe, I'm sure I haven't been looking at the comments, but I'm sure fake Gabe's like, oh, you're just calling people Nazis. That's because you are. What do you want me to do? What? How? I'm not going to fucking like glove it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be nice to you. You fucking piece of shit. You you don't want people to be who they want to be. You your liberty is not affected by them having the liberty. It's not. And because it's not, you don't get to tell those motherfuckers what they can and can't do. You don't get to dictate someone's liberty when it doesn't affect yours. Doesn't. You don't get to tell them that. That's why the mask thing and the pandemic thing was different. See, because the fucking virus was contagious. Someone's marriage is not contagious. Someone's religion is not contagious. Someone's belief is not contagious. So stop with your fucking nonsense. If you don't like if you don't like the LGBTQ community, fine. Don't go to don't go where they're at. Actually, you know what? Just stay in your fucking house, honestly. Stay in your fucking house. Don't don't patron don't patronize businesses that have the pride flag out. Don't don't go there. Don't buy products from companies who support and who are allies. Don't vote for people who want to make sure that everyone's liberty is protected. Don't do that. That's what you can do in a democracy. Now, you're going to be drowned out because you're a fucking bonehead. And you're still believing stupid ass shit that you're reading on the QAnon fucking Facebook feed. About what freedom is. Look, my freedom allows me to go in the grocery store and select between 56 different types of peanut butter and 72 different types of frozen pizza. That's my freedom and liberty. America, you're an idiot. That's not what freedom is, dummy. But until you fucking pluck your head out of your ass and realize what liberty and freedom actually are, then you'll know. But yesterday was a huge victory for liberty. It's a huge victory. Nancy Pelosi was tweeting about it this morning. I'm sure they're going to get it to the House floor now almost immediately. And the president will sign this thing. And it just sends a signal. More than anything to those communities that, hey, we're here with you. I don't have to believe what you believe. I don't have to feel the way you feel, but I, I'm here with you for your liberty. I am an ally in your liberty. I am an ally in democracy. And that's what's most important. I would never stop some toothless redneck, you know, wanting to marry his third cousin. I don't care. You're in Arkansas. Do what you want to do. I don't give a fuck. That's who you love. Eh, fine by me. Whatever. Go for it. Go for it, Skippy. I'm good with it. I'm not going to judge you. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's kind of weird, but whatever. It's not my thing. I'm not the one marrying my third cousin, though. What do I care? I mean, I am in Missouri, so, you know, there was a good chance. <laughs> there was a good chance. Yeah, I mean, we're like the loft department above, you know, hillbilly heaven down in Arkansas. Mm. 
I'm just saying, I hear Alabama likes that kind of shit too. Look, I'm getting off track here. <laughs> the point is this, is that yesterday was a huge, there were huge victories in democracy yesterday. One of the biggest victories out of the Senate. And I know the uh, Stuart Rhodes being found guilty uh, puts the hot, put a lot, put, puts a lot of people in the hot seat. Um, I don't know if we'll see the Proud Boys actually start to start to fold now that they've seen this jury absolutely not buy any argument whatsoever about uh, them committing sedition, that it's them being patriots. They didn't buy that at all. They didn't buy that bullshit. That, well, we tried to overturn the government because we're patriots. No, they didn't buy that shit. It's a, sh- a stupid fucking argument. It's flimsy. It's worthless. Toss it out. And the Proud Boys are probably, we're probably planning on making that argument, and that argument's not probably going to fly in front of a jury, even a different jury in their trial. And it puts a lot of heat on this, the state elector scheme. It really does. This puts the heat on that fucking investigation, um, especially if that investigation has Jack Smith as a special counsel. And all the January 6th elect evidence about to be transferred to the DOJ, which Jack Smith is now going to receive. To corroborate a lot of this, a lot of this state elector scheme that went on. All that's a victory for our country. But no better victory yesterday than the one that happened in the Senate. 61 votes. And really, honestly, I can't even believe in this day and age, in 2022, especially when their party runs around, can't stop talking about freedom when they don't know what it is, really. And it's obvious with the vote yesterday that there was only 61 senators out of 161 that were willing to say, yes, yes, you should marry who you want to love and no one should fucking get in the way of that. It doesn't matter race, sex, gender, whatever. You should marry, you should get to, I mean, you know, we don't want the Tennessee type marriage where you're marrying underage girls. They're fucking sicko, Chad. But what two consenting adults that they love each other? It doesn't matter who they are, where they're from, what their skin color is, what their religion is, what their gender is, sex is. They should be able to love each other, and they should be able to want the misery of marriage. Sure, <laughs> come on, everyone knows this. Marriage is difficult. It's it's tough. But they should have the liberty of getting that that tough relationship, too. Why not? Stop trampling on people's freedoms just because of who they are. And stop cheering when they get killed because of who they are. You fucking sickos. Everybody, I'm 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 excited that it's hump day. It's Wednesday. We're getting closer and closer to the month of December which we have the Christmas holiday in the month of December, we took off for Thanksgiving a few days and it felt really good. I really appreciate the audience hanging with us there as we took a few days off for the holidays so we can recharge our batteries. We, we go every single weekday here, Monday through Friday, noon, Eastern, 11 central, nine Pacific on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And we simulcast from the Mindest Touch Facebook page and our Facebook page. We broadcast everywhere. And there's thousands of people that watch this show every single day. And I'm so excited to have you. And I'm so excited we're getting into the month of December. It just means a new year and a new battle for our democracy. That's what it means. 
and we will keep going every single weekday. But I do want to tell you that we are going to take a little bit of a break around the Christmas holiday. We enjoyed our break for Thanksgiving, and we appreciate uh, you you being being patient with us on that. It, it felt good to recharge the batteries. So we're going to do that on Christmas, and we're going to do that on New Year's. We'll be announcing ahead of time what that will look like. So that way you guys know when we'll have them and when we won't. Because I know a lot of you come here every single day in the chat. And I want to make sure, I want to make sure Fake Gabe's knows. I don't want him waiting around for a show thinking he can come in and troll. And then he can't troll. That would be disappointing to him. What kind of Christmas would that be, huh, Fake Gabe? <laughs> you, you fuck. All right, everyone. At, make sure to go over and follow us at Tony Michaels Pod on Twitter. And make sure, again, to subscribe here on YouTube. We put out the Bonehead of the Week poll every single week, and we're starting it back up. I know we were off for the holiday last week, starting it back up this week. Bonehead of the Week, you'll be able to vote. You'll be able to decide tomorrow and Friday in the second hour, as we do every week. We will break it down. And make sure to download every single episode, too. That would be a huge favor if you go download every single episode on Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever your favorite directory is. Go check us out there. Also, leave us a great review while you're subscribing there. You can follow us on Twitch, too. You guys know that? There's more and more. We gotta, we're got we gaining a bigger and bigger audience over on Twitch. I'm not sure why, I, I'm not sure what it is. We just stream over there, and they, they, they just they come, and they just continue to come, and there's more and more people that watch live. There's more and more people that watch it uh, recorded. You can go watch over there for a few days. Twitch is a little different than YouTube. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out over there. But as the holiday season gets near, make sure to check out store.dtonymichaels.com. That's store.dtonymichaels.com. Grab you some great Liberty merch over there. It's getting cold in the month of December. We've got the hoodies, the zip-up sweatshirts, and the sweatshirts over there. long sleeve tees. We also got the T-shirts and the coffee mugs. And if you're down in Florida, you know, you can get, oh, you know, it's probably quote cold down there but you can also get you a ron DeSantis can go fuck himself shirt we're gonna get into the ron DeSantis season i believe oh i'm telling you we're definitely gonna get into the ron DeSantis season uh coming next spring i believe that's when he's gonna start to really figure out if he's gonna run or not so you might want to get your gear ready so go to store.dtonymichaels.com check out your favorite merch everyone stick around we'll be right back with the shit list roundup i got a, some videos i want to show you I'll go anywhere. We'll be right back right after these messages. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. I've always wanted to learn a new language, but whenever I try, it never sticks. So when Babbel made a MAGA edition, I knew I had to give it a try. Babbel MAGA edition makes it really easy to learn. And there's lots of lessons to choose from, like subtly racist to full-blown white supremacist. The first lesson began with learning simple phrases. And soon I was putting those words and phrases into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes to complete. And they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of the words that I'm struggling with. I chose Babel Maga Edition because it's created by smart white people, like me. And now I can't wait to explore, meet new friends, and use my new Maga skills with my in-laws. All lives matter! Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. 
Welcome back to the show. Hump day, hump day, hump day. Now we got Jeremy Johnson being a bigot in the uh, Facebook chat. Of course he is. Good morning. You fucking bigot, Jeremy Johnson. I don't know what he's talking about. He's talking about God or some shit. Oh, my God this, my God that. Fuck out of here with that God shit. Look, I don't give a fuck. I really don't care if you believe. It is Jeremy's liberty to believe in God. It's his liberty to believe that people who don't believe in God are somehow demons. It is not his liberty, on the other hand, to dictate to someone else what they can and can't believe. And you cannot, you cannot, you cannot commit hate crimes against those people because of that either. That's a thing you can't do. It's a thing you can't do, and we shouldn't allow it here in this country. And I believe that is the most significant thing about this bill that was passed. And I, I, I you know, but they didn't have to pass this, right? They didn't have to um, pass the Respect of Marriage Act. They didn't have to do this. Um, the Supreme Court in Overfeld has ruled that that gay marriage is legal. It's a thing that has that if you want to be married to who you love, you can be married. That that is important to everyone's liberty, even your own. Listen, I I said this after the shooting at Club Q. Your liberty, your equity, your equality in our society depends is reliant. On the LGBTQ community, the BIPOC community, any any marginalized community, women receiving their rights and liberty, it is reliant on it. If we do not, as a democracy, as a society, give liberty to all people, yours is at risk. That's how this works. That's why progression actually happens. That's why. And I know progress scares you, Jeremy. I understand this. You you know, you got these insecurities about your manhood, which I'm going to show you. <laughs> oh, my God. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to show you a video. Of Madison Gawthorne. This is one of the best videos. Best pieces of content this little cuck has ever made. Ever. In the history of his entire fucking shitty career. As a congressperson. Is Madison Gawthorne. Gabe Sanchez. Did you. (laughs) Did you see this video. Of of Madison Gawthorne on the floor. Talking about how. He's scared that masculinity is gone or some shit. I don't know. Was it the one about, was it the soft masculinity or? Yes. I saw a brief clip and then uh, I, he's I was such like, a goddamn cuck, man. He reminds me of Jeremy here in the chat. Jeremy's I, I brought up, I brought up that, uh, that the Senate, which mm-hmm. I think yesterday there was a lot of good stuff for democracy, but I, I believe the Senate passing this bill six was 61 votes. Yeah, um, is one of the most significant things that happened it, it, it yeah. just just this year, honestly. I mean, let's also understand the fact the, that to advance liberty, right, right, right. Yeah, the the interracial 
uh, or yeah. same, yeah, same what, sex. It, what same sex? Inter- it, it's the respect for marriage act. Right. Basically, it, it it tears down the defend uh, defense of marriage act, which is which is bigotry, right? Right. You're not right. actually defending and marriage. You're you're making sure people can't get it, right? Like that's right. The, yeah, yeah. You're you know, it's uh, only I can have it, and right. not not this other group, right? Me, and white what, man, tell you what, what to do. What is insane, and also very much of of what the Republican party is, is you've got Senator Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Who is in yep. an interracial marriage, right? Elaine and Chow. It's, it, it continues to be pointed out by Nazis, specifically yeah. the head Nazi. Well, I mean, what do you expect when you, when you're like, Hey, look, I'm going to make this fun theme park for a bunch of bigots. <laughs> and then the bigots become bigoted against you. What do you think is going to happen? Like, what do you expect? Right. So when you're when you when you're in an interracial marriage, are you saying that Mitch McConnell uh, deserves all this and has earned this? Is that what you're saying? I don't look. I it 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 feels. I mean, Mitch McConnell is a terrible person. <laughs> well, that, that's an understatement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the idea that you would vote against your own best interests, like literally you are married. Yeah, But to- is it really, because here's what I believe that Mitch McConnell thinks he's like, mm-hmm. look, I've already got my marriage and I'm a white man and I'm the majority or the uh, minority right, right. leader in the Senate. Yeah. But I'm a Senator. Stop- I have the privilege. You're not going to be able to take this away from me. I'm going to, it's not about me. It's about you not having it. But what's the, I mean, that's, that's like when we talked months ago, Right. Mm-hmm. About uh, overturning Roe v. Wade. Right? right. And then people being like, well, that's it. That's all they're going to do. And we were like, no, mm-hmm. no, that's just one step. I mean, you had people like uh, Cornyn when they were going through the Supreme Court hearing meetings and th- randomly don't know why it's relevant unless you're trying to overturn that. Right. And Cornyn bringing up, hey, well, what do you think about interracial marriage? Huh? How do you feel about this one part of this this idea? Uh, what if you remove that, right? Like, why is that even a discussion, right? We've been given this right to marry whoever we want, right? We've fought so hard for these things. For them to say, you know what? Yeah, we shouldn't have really given that in the first place. So now we're just going to, like, take that one back, and we're going to take that one back. Where it goes, like, oh, well, you've got people like Clarence Thomas just, like, kind of unprompted bringing up uh same-sex marriage who is who's also, also in yeah, interracial right. marriage they, but, they, they what's funny is 61 senators just voted to protect his marriage right exactly but it's one of those things where you say okay great like all right these people vote against interracial same-sex marriage and then what's to stop the next round of conservative cucks to go through once mitch mcconnell's out of office let's say and then say oh you know what we're going to invalidate all of these marriages that were put in place. So if you're married to anyone that wasn't of your same race, you got to get a DNA test. We're going to have to sequence that genome to prove that you're actually not the same group. And then if that is true, that you're different, then well, looks like that is null and void. And then, you know, I, you know, then you could go down a dark trail of like, well, uh, now you're gonna have to back pay all those taxes and those benefits you got from being married and all those benefits that you received from actually sharing, uh, you know, the same, you know, tax filing. Like there's a lot of things where somebody says, oh, that'll never happen. 
And you're like, oh, no, look, it starts with this. They want to take away contraceptives. They want to take away this. They realized, you know, something I realized last night when I was writing a, a new what was that is that uh, Justice Alito quoted a 17th century English judge who is known for holding witch trials and very, very deranged, debunked um, ideas on rape. OK, you know, what's another uh, another quote or another phrase that I want to pull out of 17th century England. Hmm. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Okay. That's what it is. Same time period, same region of the world. You would think that if you're going to quote one thing that you would learn a lesson of something that was around that same time period. And, and, and thankfully we did not, um, we, we we did not lose more of our democracy by having people come in and, and want to take more more uh, way more rights, right? We had women that fought up and said, okay, you know what? That was far enough. We're not going to do that. But it is one of those things where it's like if you take away these rights, right, they go against same sex. They go against interracial. They go against contraceptives. They go against this. They begin to tuck away. If they're like, if this is true, then this can also be true that we take away these things. Well, we all we we saw this um, the, uh, the referendums, not just mm -hmm. in states like Michigan, um, but also referendums in states like Kansas, states like Kentucky, right, where exactly. they voted for Republicans but still said, "No, you're take get your fucking hands off my fucking rights." Right. Look, you can you can be a bigot, fine, whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. If 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 you want to hold those views and you want to you don't want people to get gay married and you don't want to be married in a gay marriage. Fine. Whatever. Or an interracial marriage, whatever it is that mm -hmm. you're insecure about Jeremy, because you are insecure, Jeremy, if, 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 if fine, whatever, but you can't fuck with me. You can't fuck with what I want because you start fucking with, you start fucking with my rights or someone else's rights. you start fucking with everybody's rights. Mm -hmm. You start taking away everybody's shit, everybody's shit. Because once you apply that, you say, well, this person doesn't have a right. And like, well, then what's to say this person should have that? And right. then well, you go down this road of then you, the person, Jeremy Johnson, fake right. Gabe, who thought you had these rights. Turns out when you, you wake don't. up, you, you don't have those rights. Well, you know, and I, I brought this up because I live in Missouri and, you know, we're kind of the loft apartment above, you know, hillbilly heaven in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. Now I hear Alabama's kind of the same way. I'm never, I've been through Alabama, but never stopped too, too long. I stopped in Birmingham once. We stayed in the Connell Lodge. Holy shit. It was nasty. But you know what? It's Birmingham. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We're on the road. You know, you got to, you got to stop where you got to stop. But Arkansas is hill, is hillbilly heaven, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, Arkansas, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to people in Arkansas. If they want to marry the third cousin, fine, fuck it, whatever you want to do. I actually, this may be one of the most controversial things I ever say, but I'll tell you, maybe not, but uh, I'll tell you <laughs> that I actually, I actually think polygamy should, I, I don't think we should be outlogging polygamy. If, if, if multiple people want to be in a relationship, why the fuck are you stopping them from doing that? Now, right. there is bounds of the law. Right. There are bounds of the law. It doesn't matter um, if if it's polygamy or 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 if it's or if it's the 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 <laughs> the third cousin thing. Right. If you're if you're trying to marry underage children, that's a different thing. Republicans, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't. We're not going to let you do that. But outside of that, that, you know, that that guardrail that we as society say, no, you can't be pedophiles. Yeah, just a, a bare minimum, like, hey, let's right. not do that, you know. Right, but but outside of that parameter, I don't I don't find it offensive that 
three people or four people want to be in a relationship. Yeah, I, I mean, what the fuck do I care? Yeah. The fuck do I get? What has it got to do with me? And well, not a goddamn those, thing. Again, it really comes down to those people, Republicans, who say, uh, no, that's not fair. That's not fair. No one wants to marry me. No one right. wants to date right. me. Right. And nobody gets to marry those people. Nobody gets to date anyone. You know, it's just the yeah, idea. That's really where it's at, right? Because, it really, yeah. because, because these Republican dudes, these white dudes like Jeremy Johnson, he's just really upset that a really attractive gay guy wouldn't want to marry that motherfucker. Right. And he's really upset. He's even more upset that a woman doesn't find him attractive, that he can, that he can, that, you know, because he's really got to hold these insecurities inside of like a closed area, maybe well, a closet I mean, it, or something. You know, it, the, I'm to just the, saying to the, to the old like hypothetical, it's like, well, yeah. if there was only two people left on earth and you were one of them and I was one of them, <laughs> Fuck like you. that person, the other person, that woman or that man, mm-hmm. look at the situation of Jeremy Johnson and other people like, you know, that come from that side and that way of thinking, they look at them and go, uh, I would much rather die <laughs> than, you know, fucking fornicate or humans or, will go extinct. Yeah. Humans will go. They're extinct. like, look, if, if the, if the, if the future of this planet depends on us, even though it might be a man and man or a woman and woman, right. they're like, look, I'm out. Deuces. You know, yeah, I will go find a place to enjoy my life in my right. own peace and do whatever the fuck I want without you having to creep over a bunch of rocks trying to figure out what I'm doing and trying to tell me that it's illegal. Right. So, but I'm not against, I'm I, again, I'm not against even polygamy. And a lot of people are like, whoa, that's way, I, I, I mean, what, who am I to tell these yeah. adult people what the fuck they can and can't do? It's ain't got nothing to do with me. So why do I give a shit? Right. That's, that but, may be their religion or their non-religion or whatever they want to do. That's, that's up to them. I'm, I'm not, I am not going to get in the way of a bunch of people having like an orgy marriage. It's yeah. not, it's not a thing and that I'm the, concerned you know, about. And that's the core of it. You know, it really it like, w- regardless of marriage, regardless of who you love, regardless of what you want to do, like all of these things are completely rooted in the idea that Republicans are envious in many ways and jealous of things they do not have. And what they say is, well, if I can't have those things, then neither can you. And again, it doesn't have to be marriage. It could be anything. If there's anything that the Republican Party says, I kind of feel the same way and I want those things, but so so much of this party is rooted in hatred or bigotry or violence or mocking or whatever it might be, you know, they're like, oh, I can't have those things. I mean, maybe that's why you find so many of those Republicans like hidden and and, and, and they don't feel comfortable coming out of the closet or or, or or being in a relationship or they end up being pedophiles. You mean because they couldn't pick up a dude at a bar kind of thing? Well, yeah, I mean, it really, but again, it doesn't like even Jeremy, have to be. Like Jeremy here, he says, he says, man and a man doesn't neat make babies. Oh, yeah. And Never I right. literally, but I literally That's said. That's what he was saying, dummy. Uh, very good, real Gabe. <clears throat> He's just Gabe. He's not real Gabe. Fake yeah. Gabe is, you know, you get it. Um, this will destroy the human race. That's, that's actually, I think that's, I, if you go back and watch, I think that's what the fuck he was saying, man. Yep. But here's the thing, Jeremy. I know that you're mad that if you went to a bar and you found a man attractive, which I'm sure you have. I mean, I've went to a bar and like, hey, that's a good looking dude. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Ooh, man. Oh, man. I, I listen, I, I, I am definitely a heterosexual male, but I'll tell you something. If I had the chance to fuck Brad Pitt, I think I just might consider it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So Jeremy, if you're listening, 
you know, and, and the internet trolls, if you're listening, you can go ahead and spread that around the internet. I definitely would fuck. I might consider Leonardo DiCaprio, depending on the dad bod situation. Mm, mm. You know what I mean? Motherfucker better get fit before I fucking, eh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be picky. Look, I'm going to be picky if I'm going to do this. Now, Jeremy, I'm sure is not that picky about the dudes that he sees at the bar. Like he gets mm. all up in his fields, you know, and I'm sure that it really upsets him that no one pays attention to him because, you know, a fucking woman ain't going to pay attention to this motherfucker at a bar, right. let alone, let alone a dude that he might be interested in. And God forbid, God mm-hmm. forbid that somebody like Jeremy and other people tell other people how they right. should love, yeah. care for, live. Right. These are things when you again, when you bring it down to his core, who the fuck cares that person is living their life and you have no reason to t- i mean other than if it's a, something illegal right you know totally but at its core jeremy johnson <laughs> look, look at this guy this guy i mean you know he skin. might just oh, I, gabe you might take a backseat jeremy here this is just the stupidest shit i've ever heard in my life the core of it is sin that's what you again i can't fucking stress this enough jeremy that's what you believe that's not your opinion that is what you Mm -hmm. believe your belief is not an opinion it doesn't get to work its way into policy and what i mean by that here's what i mean by that is your belief that two dudes being in love picking each other up at a bar maybe going home and fucking who knows who knows? There's all sorts of things. And also, that who do. cares? Right, right. It's their, consent, it's their consensual sex that they're having. Doesn't matter. You believe that it's sin. You believe that it's sin. And that is something that you can do. You have the liberty to believe that that is sin and you do not have to. You do not have to live out your fantasies that you hold deep down inside your subconscious. You can believe that it's sin and you do not have to act when you see a dude at a bar and you think he's really attractive. and Maybe he's into you. Maybe he's not. I don't know. But this idea. At the end of your statement here, you say taboo, but media wants to normalize. Dude, gay people have been around since humans have been around, dummy. This idea that all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's there's men who are dressing in drag and, and gay people. You are a dumb son of a bitch, man. I know, I know you've held weird insecurities your entire life and you question your sexuality. That's why you're here typing in this shit in the chat. You can't help yourself. I get it. I understand whatever. But here's the thing is that there is no normalization of it, man. These people, these people have been in hiding their entire lives because of fucking bigots like you. Mm-hmm. And because now they have more allies than they have bigots beaten at their door. They feel comfortable being who they are out in public. So when you say normalization, what you mean is it makes you feel, you in particular, feel uncomfortable when you see something that gives you insecurities about yourself. That's not their problem. That's a you problem. And then it got nothing to do with anyone else's liberty. Mm-hmm. So you have the liberty to have your insecurities and have your little stupid beliefs about sin and the feelings that you get at a bar when you see a, a good looking dude. I know that's probably <laughs> what's happening. And those insecurities that you have, I know that's probably what's going on. But you have the right and the liberty to suppress those things. You have the right and the liberty to believe, believe that the, that is sin and you do not have to act on those things. Mm-hmm. But you cannot prevent someone else 
from acting the way they want to act or being who they want to be. Jim. And also, I mean, so, something that people bring up in the in the chat, which I think is is important to mm-hmm. you know, I'm not sure Jeremy believes in science, but uh, in the animal kingdom, there are many <laughs> many animals that that yeah. that have sex. You're you're saying you're a, saying dude dogs like to fuck dude dogs sometimes. You know, you have a dream. It's it is it is. You're saying awful. that some animals yeah. engage in homosexual Monkeys, activities. Lions. There's right. all reasons why they do it, whether it's uh, for sake of feeling closer in a knit community, yeah. Bonding, protection, yeah. whatever it might be. There's many reasons. But the other thing, too, is Jeremy Johnson and other people from the MAGA side and Republicans want to quote, oh, well, yeah, gay, gay penguins is another one. They uh, the same sex will. It's just like, uh, a, it's just like a, 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 a really known thing that penguins are gay. Uh, they'll, uh, they, they will, they can, the same sex will then mm-hmm. take care of baby penguins. Oh, okay. so they basically just like take it in. So it's this whole adoption. It's because like, the, the male penguin actually is the one who who is the quote mother of the mm-hmm. of the children. But you what have, I mean by you, that is is in 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 our society it is the woman who has to be the right. mother. Because so uh, this is the thing. Let, let me tell you this real yeah, quick, yeah. and I'll point this out. And, and Jeremy's probably one of these guys. I have these friends, right? And they got kids, and mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, what, what what are you what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, oh, I'm babysitting the kids. I'm like, babies, they're your kids. You're not babysitting your kids. They're your fucking kids. You're watch. You're with the kids. You're mm-hmm. not babysitting. Yeah, but you know, my wife usually takes care of them. I'm like, God, good God, you're not babysitting. You're you're their father, dummy. Yeah. But this is this is and and this is the fuck. I'm going to show you this clip in the shit list roundup. Yeah, yeah. Madison Cawthorn. This clip is brilliant. Like just brilliant. It displays all of Jeremy Johnson's insecurities right out in the open. Uh, and really, it's just it's Madison Cawthorn who is a weak white male trumped yeah. up cuck. But there's so many of them out there, and it displays beautifully exactly their insecurities all in one. Right, eh, two minute clip. But also, you know, you've got, you've got uh, Jeremy Johnson, who clearly, you know, follows the Bible. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm supports, sure, I'm sure he supports Marjorie Taylor Greene and the fact right. that she broke the Ten mm-hmm. Commandments. Right. But whatever, and you know, probably loves Trump in his three marriages. With exactly his, right. You know, you know, affairs, adultery, three different sets all that of children. Right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm but sure he agrees. The with other, all the other thing is when you've got someone who is like so ingrained and believes in religion, you begin to ask yourself, well, what do you think about Adam and Eve? Right. You, you believe this idea that God took a rib and made Eve. Got it. Right. They could, you know, have sex and populate the world. Mm -hmm. Well, if you start with two people and then you have children Mm -hmm. and then you have to ask yourself, well, are those kids going to have sex when they grow up or are the parents going to have sex with those kids? There's a lot of questions that bring up a lot of hey, 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 hey! You're you're really you're really you're really throwing wrenches in Jeremy's system here. Okay? I mean, I just I just figured I'd at <laughs> least bring it up so that maybe later Jeremy could go. Oh wait, it started mm. with two people. Did I the see. parents have sex with their own kids? Uh oh. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe they had sex with animals. I don't know. Who, Who knows? knows? Who knows? It's a it's a great story though, Jeremy. It's great stories. In that that imaginary book you got. All right, let's let's do this because I want to show Gabe this clip. Everyone, let's go to the shit list roundup where we round up all the tweety tweets and trendy trends. Why those tweets still exist? Let's let's go to the shit list. Start the countdown.
shit list. Welcome, welcome back to the show. You've reached part of the show. We round up all the tweety tweets, trend, trends of the day, as long as Twitter still exists. Gabe, um, before we get to this video of Menace and Gawthorn, yeah. what's, what's your over-under on um, Twitter being dropped from the Apple Store? You think it's, uh, uh, you think a, it's good... a possibility, or you think this is just shit that Elon's trying to get Tim Cook's attention? I actually I actually watched a bunch of Elon Simps thinking Tim Cook was trying to get Elon's attention. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. The, Tim this Cook is... is not tweeting about Elon Musk. Right. He doesn't I mean, give a I, shit about Elon Musk. I think I think that this whole thing is a huge distraction tactic. I mean, I mean, I'll you mean on Elon's part? Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll call Elon out whenever I can to say like the guy has a, a terrible management strategy. He fired people, right. you know, you know, for the Republicans out there who say, "Oh, well, we got to control this child pornography and child abuse that's online." Well, if that was so important that Elon Musk said, oh, that's priority number one, and then cuts the team in half and says, good luck trying to do now twice the amount of work, if not more. You know, it really shows you that the guy doesn't really care about what the fuck's going on. Now, whether he's trying to intentionally destroy this thing for tax purposes or what have you, but this whole idea, it's been interesting. This whole idea about like, oh, censorship by a private company, right? A private company. You know, and whether people are, oh, it's a publicly traded. No, you fucking idiot. Okay, look, Apple, they're their own, they, they, they have a certain terms and conditions, right? They've got a terms of service that they have. They're just like Twitter, well, at least used to. But there's a terms of service that Apple says. And they have things like, oh, you have to make sure that your app, if you want to be in the app store, you have to have moderation. You have to make sure that you have these certain tools to make sure that there's not spamming or scams or other things that can make Right, you consumers can't harm and, you can't harm right, the Apple customers exactly. with your app. It, That's what Apple is trying to prevent. Exactly. If you have this app, it's the same reason why Parler got pulled from the App Store is because they found out that Parler didn't have any moderation protocols in place, and you had people that were trying to fucking storm in the the Capitol and plan the insurrection, and they're like, actually, we can't have this. And and so the reason why it. they let Parler back on is because Parler fixed that problem, right, to some yeah. degree, to Apple's satisfaction. Right, right. And so you look at Twitter and right now you've got Elon Musk that is firing people who would be in terms of moderation. You got other people who are I mean, you've got uh, the, the former head of trust and safety. He was doing a panel yesterday and literally discussed this idea. <laughs> Fake Gabe. Hey, you just you just oh don't you don't disappoint, man. Yeah, sure. I was uh, I was gonna to I was gonna drop. replace Jeremy with fake Gabe here today, but yeah, he doesn't disappoint. He's yeah. He's but you look you you there. look at uh, what's going on, mm-hmm. and there is a possibility. There is a very good possibility that Apple does look at what's going on at at Twitter and says, you know what we we don't feel like uh, this app is the safest because I mean they also can analyze <clears throat> to some degree what's going on with the app, right? They obviously don't have like complete insight into certain metrics but they can uh, observe and well they report. are required i mean twitter is required when they submit to the app store to certain data right i mean yeah 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 there are certain data that can be pulled out right there's certain right. data to be like oh how do we make that apple has access to because that's right, part of right, the terms right. of service. i mean they can't go through and like analyze right, right. they can't right like they that, can't but... spy on them but there's certain right. data points that have to be yes. provided to apple uh fake gabe says here musk about to drop in oh jesus christ now musk is a journalist jesus christ musk about to drop info about twitter colluding with the biden administration about stifling free speech okay 
Hey, fake Gabe, I don't know if you know what the fucking definition of free speech is, but here it is. Elon Musk has the freedom to absolutely destroy Twitter. He owns it now. He can fucking destroy it by letting all kinds of Nazis on his platform. He can fucking destroy it if he wants to. He mm-hmm. does not. He does not have to moderate that app. But it is Apple's free speech with their customers to tell Twitter and Elon Musk to fuck off. Now, the reason why what you're saying is the bad administration and Twitter were colluding is because Twitter had a certain terms of service and a certain moderation policy before the bonehead bought it. That's their free speech. It was their company. I don't know if you know what free speech is, but it's not just your speech. Your speech is not the only speech that is protected. Apple's speech is protected. Twitter, rather, it was when it was a publicly traded company or under Elon. Uh, uh, The the actual customers Mm -hmm. and the users on the app, they have fucking freedom of speech. Dude, you really are fucking dumb. You really are fucking dumb. And I wish, I wish that we could get to a place in, in this world that people understand what free speech is and what social media is. They are right. not the same thing. Yep. Those are not one and the same. They're not. They're it's, not the I mean, same. It, it's also the idea like this is fake Gabe is is swimming in a in a QAnon pool right now. Right. The idea that Elon Musk is going to drop this. Oh, man, you can't wait until the next Musk drop. OK, you got to wait for it. he's going to drop a bunch of intel. That's not happening. OK, right. Because well, and even if he does, thing. even if he does, who gives a fuck? Right. What 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 possibly could Elon Musk drop that is going to shatter free that is going to make free speech free speech again, which it already is. I don't know. I don't know if you know this, fake Gabe, but almost every single one of the people that you listen to and you come type in their fucking stupid shit that they tell you to type in this chat, every one of them has a book on Amazon. Every one of them has a fucking YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Every one of them is on Rumble. Every one of them is on on some sort of social media platform saying the stupid shit you're saying. Even here, you say, that's a lie. The majority of all the rhetoric was on Facebook. Again, you're not understanding You're not getting it. Free speech is not social media. Social media is not free speech. They are not the same thing. They're two different motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, can social media, something you post on there, be free speech? Yeah, sure, whatever. And can free speech be a form of social media? Sure, but they are not the same thing. Those two things are not the same, dummy. You need to fucking pluck your head out of your ass, and then maybe we'll get to a situation. But prove it wrong, he says. What do you you mean? Well, here, here. Prove it right. If you yeah. have if you have this idea that Elon Musk is about to drop some uh, here, crazy here. news. Oh yeah, he's he, well, he's got some QAnon shit going on here. See this? Something about colluding with a with the US government. He's got some kind of fucking he's got some kind of fucking um show me conspiracy theory. Here, See, here's uh, here's the other thing uh, too. Is that the federal government, the federal government that has been the federal government for less than two years, it's the same one that was before him, dummy. Yeah. Same motherfuckers. Yeah, there's different heads and different departments, but all the bureaucrats, all that mm-hmm. big government shit you talk about, all the same of our the deep state. It's all the same bureaucrats. Right. Same motherfuckers as the Trump administration. Dummy. And also, I'll just give you this here. We'll, we'll, we can move on to Madison Cawthorn. The last thing I want to yeah, yeah. say to fake Gabe is if you have you ready, I'm going to say it slowly. For you. Mm, just listen uh-oh. slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have evidence or proof of Elon Musk saying that he's about to drop a bunch of intel. 
mm-hmm. on Biden colluding bum, bum, bum. Or, or collaborating or working together with Twitter to suppress uh, free speech or your voice or anyone in the Americans that, you know, I just 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 put it in the chat. OK, if you can show me <laughs> Elon Musk in writing that he sent or in an interview that he did and said, oh, man, I've got all these all these all this evidence, all this proof that shows Elon Musk, <coughs> or it shows that Twitter, uh, uh, you know, worked with the Biden administration. If you can find anything of him saying that in text or Good audio luck. or video, feel free it. to share yeah, it. Yeah, we'll we'll play the video. Sure, we'll play the video. Um, it sucks to suck, Gabe, and real Gabe. I know that you suck. And it sucks to suck. So more power to you, man. Um, and QAnon is a hell of a drug. I mean, it's a hell oh, of a yeah. drug. A it's hell crazy. of a drug. I mean, people are still hooked on that shit. Ooh, baby. Talk about um, hell of a drugs and sex cocaine-fueled orgies. Now, um, here is Madison Cawthorn himself. This is the video that I wanted to show you mm-hmm. on the floor. Now, remember, this guy lost his primary, right? So they didn't even want him to be the candidate. Um, apparently he's got his office cleaned out, so I'm not sure why he's still in Washington. I haven't figured that out yet. I mean, he's, I haven't seen much of him, uh, lately. The you know last time I saw him was you know the night when he looked like fucking Max Headroom on right. the night that, uh, that down in Mar-a-Lago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I bet it is? I bet he came to Washington to his empty office to vote against, just to vote against the respect of marriage. Well, we also know that while Cawthorn has been in office, mm-hmm. he has missed more votes than anyone else. And this guy is a fucking freshman congressman. Right. That is not something you want to do because you want to prove to say like, yeah, I've been here every day. I'm sure I missed a couple things for some private stuff or this or that or whatever, but I was there all the time. I had a proxy. I voted. I did this. I did that. But when you've got a guy that doesn't show up and seems like he didn't really care because he suffers from the same thing Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene fucking suffer from. They only want fame and fortune <laughs> in their office position. They don't really care about actually helping their constituents. They only care about. Wait, wait, like, are you saying are you saying a congressperson gets elected to do shit for their constituents? I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Come on, man. It's it's about it's about having that Twitter account, man. Oh, right, the check mark, which mm-hmm. now anyone can have. Yeah. Which also, it's November thirtieth, and Elon said on November twenty ninth. <laughs> That the new system will be in play. Oh, yeah. So Today? Today or yesterday? No, he's. it was supposed to be November 29th. He might have said they were going to push it. because. And then here's the solution to their uh, their, verified, their verified check problem. Uh, they're just going to give people different colors. So oh, yeah. now it's just going to be a rainbow of check marks. So it should have just been that in the beginning. Yes. And just, yeah. I mean, uh, if they we were ta- going to We make talked about this. Do you remember right. when we talked about this when they did the stupid official thing, which they have yeah. on some of them still? I yeah. was like, why the fuck don't they just have different fucking for whatever thing that you're doing? Like, mm-hmm. if you buy the Twitter blue, fine, and you want a verified check or whatever, why don't you just make a different little check mark, different color, different? You know, you can make it a V for verified, or you could give the blue check to the Twitter blue and give the V to actual verified accounts. And you can do all sorts of yeah. things. With this, There's but, a lot of things that they could do, and they they yeah, they've yeah, been working yeah, yeah. for a month now mm-hmm. on this verified problem that they predicted. Which again, uh, we, they, maybe he we could, caused. We, it's a verified problem that he caused, right? 
and, and, and I mentioned that the why didn't he of, just why didn't he just why didn't he just raise the price of Twitter Blue? Literally, that is the it's the exact it's, same thing with just a mark that you're it, paying. Because well, now it now it now it just hey look, there's an idiot who's paying Elon eight dollars. Right, right. Like why didn't they? But just it really just comes down to, and we can we can uh, we can jump into the into the other video later on, but. The head and trust head of trust and safety who resigned mm-hmm. literally said, "We knew this was going to happen. We predicted this was going to because that's our job. We look at these potential problems, or 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 you know, introducing these these new features into the app, and we look at them and we say, great. Based on these other things, we model this to perform this way, and we believe that if we force this in, it's going to cause a lot of problems, and." A lot of those problems they predicted, but the person who makes the decision at the end of the day is the chief twit, which is Elon. And he made a decision that was, we're going to force this through twat. I think it's twat. Yeah, it's twat. Yeah. 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 And, uh, anyway, so you, it's, you know, you've got all these fucking incompetent people who are really just pushed by their own ego. And, and Madison Cawthorn is another person who is really just using their platform as a fucking bully pulpit to talk about soft masculinity or talk about the fucking woke mob or uh fucking libs this and libs that and they don't do anything to actually help people just like elon isn't actually helping people on twitter madison cawthorn and the rest of these republicans who have you know a mere month or plus left in their in their position are not mm-hmm. helping constituents they don't fucking care well, they're yeah, not there they don't actually vote and when they do vote it's on the most trivial dumb fucking shit possible the craziest part here about this little speech that he's going to give is that this is going to be one of the last things that he says on record that's the weirdest part to me like not not a not a thank you for sending me here and giving me the opportunity to serve you none of that shit yeah but he couldn't say if i actually served you well right well i mean that I would guess be a lie true. I, I mean, he'll true. try to. Well, I mean, why wouldn't he served. lie though? Why the fuck yeah. wouldn't this guy lie? I mean, I mean, he's lost everything. He lost his, uh, his, his wife. He lost his government position. He lost any sort of sense of credibility that he had when he came in. He's like, I'm a history buff, and every time he fucking spoke, <laughs> he miss he misquoted some person from history. You know what he meant to say is he likes Nazis and he knows Nazis. Ah, yes, in history. Right, right. I mean. He so, did. He did go to Hitler's he, nest, right. mm-hmm. and he's and like, "Oh, I love it. this place. Yeah. This is my favorite place on earth. This is my favorite place on earth." All right, let's listen to this nincompoop, this cuck. Oh my god, this is so cucky. Let's listen. Our young men are taught that weakness is strength, that delicacy is desirable, and that being a soft metrosexual is more valuable than training the mind, body, and soul. What? Huh? What? <laughs> I, I can't I can't even tell you like literally literally he wrote these words out to say in one of his last fucking speeches he's going to give on record. He wrote this shit out to say it. Yeah. What the fuck soft metrosexual? Listen. I I I know several of this night it's this feels like a really old phrase this metrosexual thing. Yeah. But I've known metrosexuals, right? You know what a metrosexual is, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what's a metrosexual to you? Like, what, what what do you feel like that's the the definition? I mean, the one that they people go by is like, oh, that like I've been called a metrosexual before. Like, somebody commented here, example, somebody commented <laughs> on my eyebrows. Okay, my eyebrows. 
which they're sexy, man, which yeah, is the way they sexy, are, which is the way they are. Right. And Here, somebody let's, was, let's show let's show people the, the yeah, it's just yeah. the this is the way they naturally are. All right. And I had people online that attack. Oh, by the way, uh, little eye patch. Speaking oh, of eyes, eye speaking patch. Of, speaking of eye patch. Yeah. But I had people that were like, oh, man, Gabe totally plucks his eyebrows. One, who fucking cares? Right. Who cares? It's my I, body, my choice. I have also, to trim mine. I have to trim yeah. mine. I mean, they get a little long, so I got to trim them. But well, yeah. by def- well, by some people's definition, they would be like, oh, that's so fucking that's that's so fucking mo. That's a metro. Oh, my God. Because you is that what is that? the So it's mo. Is that the no? The, well, that one was more specifically someone call me like, oh, I'm a homosexual. Oh, I, I see. But it's like, I don't do that. So, but, but, also, but, but metrosexual doesn't mean homosexual, right? I mean, no, no, not at all. But okay. it's the it's the how they conflate the two. Right. And so it's the idea that you're like. Any sense of, oh, I like th- the way they, I mean, they that's what they do. They they will confuse the two and say, oh, a metrosexual is someone who is actually um, uh, homosexual. Right. They don't they don't they they don't uh, wait. Are, so, they're unable. So you're saying the insecures like like because well, it's like it's like, look, you're someone you're someone who's heterosexual. Right. You're not whatever mm-hmm. you're heterosexual and you have good taste uh you're right. young you you you've got you know you you wear nice clothes you've got a good fashion sense right you take care you well you know, that's you what do. i always thought a metrosexual was i didn't right, think it had but, anything to do with your sexuality other than no it doesn't it doesn't but what i'm saying is they conflate the two so they look they look at the two and they say oh metrosexual homosexual the same thing because they don't actually have the intellect to say oh actually just means that this person's this and that person's that that's the thing it's just, it's just somebody. It's a heterosexual person who does their best right. to look good and well, fashionable. And all here's the thing: I actually would believe, like from what we've seen from Madison Gawthorn, other than one video, and I'll explain myself here, that he was a metrosexual. Like you know, he wears really nice clothes. He, mm-hmm. you know, he he looks like he gets his hair cut three times a week, right? Yeah. He it looks like the dude douses him. I've never smelt him, but I would imagine you could smell the motherfucker from a mile away from the cologne that he's wearing. Oh yeah, right. Uh, you know, uh, he definitely trims his eyebrows, and he probably has them professionally done. You know, he's not like me where he's he doesn't. Trimming them at home. Though he doesn't trim his his butt, though we know but that. That's what I was gonna say. The only reason why I I wouldn't call him a metrosexual because I would imagine if you had a fucking a butt a butt mohawk like that, yeah, you would definitely get that some bitch waxed if you were a metrosexual. So I actually maybe he's borderline, and maybe that's why he's so fucking insecure here. But but what gets me is when he says a soft metrosexual. That's why I think he really truly believes he is one and he's a hard metrosexual. You know what I mean? I, I carry guns and I, 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 right. I'm I a bigot, so I'm a hard metrosexual, not one of them soft metrosexuals. That's what I believe he's saying. He's like, Maybe it, could, it could very well be. That's what right. he means. But there's hard also, metrosexuals and soft metrosexuals. But I would also just go back to what the fuck is he talking about? I don't know. Who right? actually uses the word metrosexual anymore? Number one. I don't know. I, I mean, other than I haven't heard, I haven't heard that term outside of somebody calling me metrosexual online. I'm like, whatever, (laughs) but I haven't actually heard someone say in conversation, eyebrows, look at the eyebrows, the eyebrows. Yeah. It's the eyebrows. I can't, I, I just don't know like another time when you would just passively throw or casually throw that into a conversation. Cause the way that I look at it is like, Oh, that person wears nice clothes. That person cares for their skin or their hair or whatever the fuck it is who the fuck cares 
Because that's the other thing. Again, it really comes back to this idea of like, what is this person? (laughs) This person does this thing with their body. You guys want to fucking talk about your body, your choice, all that stuff. But when it comes to another person, a woman, a man, whoever it might be, you're like, oh no, you can't do that. And if you do that, I'm going to fucking make fun of you. And it's like, wait, what, what's going on here? What the fuck is going on here? So yeah, it just, I I don't think I've really heard that in a conversation in maybe in the last like 15, 20 years. It's been a long time since this word has surfaced, but, and I didn't mean to get off on a tangent here about the word metrosexual, but I really needed to to iron that out. Let's listen to the rest of the insecurity that uh, Madison Cawthorn pukes up here. Social media has weakened us, siphoning our men of their will to fight, to rise in a noble manner, square their jaws and charge once more into the breach of life to defend what they love. So in this precipice of disaster, I ask the young men of this nation a question. Will you sit behind a screen while the story tales of your forefathers become myth? This is coming from a person that all he wants is to be a fucking social media influencer. What? What the fuck is this? What the fuck is he talking about? The same guy. This is this. (laughs) This is the fucking same. This guy, one, is a predator, so he can go shut the fuck up. But this guy, Madison Cawthorn, okay? If you don't know the story about Madison Cawthorn, go look it up go, or go check it out. Look it up. This kid lied about getting into the Naval Academy. Okay. After he got into this accident, he was like, oh, I was supposed to go to the Naval Academy, but now I can't because I'm now a, uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a, a paraplegic. And then it was turned out that, oh no, he had been rejected beforehand. So he, he attempted to almost have the stolen valor, but couldn't quite get away with it because he never actually was able to serve because he wasn't actually admitted when he would had full capability of his body. Then, so he wants to play victim there. So it's funny to me that this guy wants to go, oh, we fucking stormed the forefront and all this, da, 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 and our forefathers become a myth. You don't even know the history of our forefathers. And any time you fucking quote someone, you misquote the year, you misquote the phrase, you misquote the person. If anything, Madison Cawthorn is history, okay? I look at that as a guy who is irrelevant, who doesn't <laughs> say anything of merit, and when he does talk, he's projecting his own fucking weird insecurities and desires because at the end of the day, the guy doesn't have anything to add of value to anything that's going on, specifically when it comes to holding a government position. And here he is talking about soft, hard, fucking metrosexuals, and oh, they're going to be this and that. And keyboard, shut the fuck social, up, man. Social Who, media is ruining men. I would, I would say thing. that I would say that more, more people from Gen Z who might, who might be like, you know what? I'm not the traditional this or that. I'm my own thing, and I don't give a fuck what you say. Those are the people that took you out of office. Those are the people that made sure that there wasn't a red wave. Those are the people that actually defended democracy to make sure that this fascist regime from the Republican Party didn't actually break through like they all thought it was going to. So when you've got this guy complaining about this and that, he's really I feel like he's targeting a certain group of people who actually, you know, think that all those should have all those soft metrosexuals out there. Listen, this this motherfucker is talking about shit. He has no clue. He has no clue about masculinity. This is right. the guy with the fucking tree punching video. And mm-hmm. he thought it was so cool that he posted it on social media. And here's this guy, same guy, claiming that social media is taking away men's manlyhood. Seems like projection much. Let's mm-hmm. listen to the rest of this nonsense. Or will you stand resolute against the dying light of America's golden age? Will you reclaim your masculinity? Will you become a man to be feared? 
to be respected, to be looked up to, or you let this nation's next generation be its final generation. Why does a huh? man? Why does a man have to be feared? Why did? Why? 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 What the fuck are you people talking about? Stop it! Just be you. Just do you. Jeremy Johnson in the chat. Just be you, man. If you want to hit on a guy at a bar, do that. Do that. Don't be insecure about it. Don't be insecure about it. Right. Don't worry if Madison Cawthorn thinks you're a, a soft metrosexual. It's okay. It's okay to be yourself. It really is in this country. I'll fight for your fucking liberty. Yeah. I'll fucking yell and scream at the top of my lungs to make sure you have it for sure. And I will, I I also want to point out that people like Madison Cawthorn that push this idea of masculinity and fucking you gotta be this fucking big bro. There are literally studies. Literally studies that connect this idea of expressing your masculinity and then also the the correlation with uh, unaliving yourself. And so in that, you've got people that want to push this, oh, fucking tough, tough bro guy and pew, pew, fucking shoot my guns and all this shit. And you can't show emotion. You can't emote feelings and cry and do all this stuff. You can't actually show that you're a human pe- a person that has empathy. And then when you find that out, you also realize that, oh, there's actually a direct correlation between those people and pushing that ideology and pushing that way of thinking. And then young people who are more susceptible or more vulnerable who might say, oh, you know what? Life's not worth living. And then they take their own life because of this idea of you got to be tough and you can't show your emotions. And if you are, you're fucking weak. Yeah, but it's all part of this white male trumped up. I'm I'm oppressed type shit when it's not even close to the truth. And I'll show you another um, example of thousands of years. Here's another example of this. You know, um, you talk about you talk about fucking you talk about you talk about a weirdo. And soft. Holy shit. We uh, the serfs have been posting more and more videos of Matt Walsh uh, in his car. These fucking videos are weird. (coughs) But this one's from a show. I'm having coffee. I'm I'm go with the cough drops again. <clears throat> just yeah, I gotta go. I I ran through my Ludens this week or this yeah, weekend, I so I have to go. Stuff. I gotta go to Rite Aid to go, go get buy some a new more. pack. I still got a few Ludens here at the desk. Um, just in case, like today, I, I've started coughing. In. The weather changed here. It was warm yesterday. Uh, the wind came. <laughs> I got cold, so I think that. I think that has a lot to do with it. But yeah. here is Matt Walsh. Talking about history, you know, you said Madison Cawthorn's a historian. Um, here's Matt Walsh's version of history with Native Americans. This is fucking gross, of course, because he's puking it up. But, oh, my God, this is let's listen. Simplified myth now told not just to children, but hammered into everybody's head is a story of evil, barbaric white people who came here and just immediately carried out a genocide against peaceful Indians. Who- okay, first off, because they did. Right, right. Well, but here's the thing is not two seconds into this clip, he starts talking about fucking grooming kids again. Yeah. Like this guy is absolutely 100% wants to groom every child he has ever seen and not seen because he cannot focus on anything else but grooming children. It mm-hmm. is fucking weird man that he is like look it is it it is you're hypnotizing children when you're telling them lies that are not that are the truth it's fucking right. weird 
Because what he's saying here, number one, he calls uh, indigenous people Indians. That's intentional because he's a fucking bigot. Listen, the reason why they're not Indians is because Christopher Columbus is a bonehead and this was not the Indies. He did not. He did not land in, in anywhere near India. And that okay. is also why he's like, oh, I discovered Indians. It's like, no, you were nowhere close to India. Right. Because you're a terrible fucking right. navigator and you're just a rapist. And, well, uh, you know, I guess you could say Christopher Columbus was a Matt Walsh of his time. Uh, let's, yeah. co- let's continue to listen to the fucking the, the lies and the bigotry here. It's it is it is something else. And I'll tell you why it's white supremacy here. And I'll mm-hmm. tell you why. Who never did a single thing to deserve or provoke any of the violence visited upon them. The claim that we stole land from Native Americans, from some group called, quote, Native Americans or, quote, indigenous people is incoherent. There never was any homogenous group of natives occupying this land before the settlers got here. You are a this fucking guy. Again, this is the white supremacy part, right? Yep. What what he is saying here is that they had no borders. They had no governments, but they did. They did. And they didn't. Their society and their culture didn't own things. They didn't Mm -hmm. rape and pillage things like white people did and still do, dummy. They didn't see like imaginary borders because they wanted to own property like you do, right? Like our society does. That's not how, that's not what it was about. The land was their culture. The land was their society. They didn't need a fucking imaginary line to dictate to them for their manhood to say that they own something or didn't own something. But this is why it's white supremacy is because what Matt Walsh is going to say here, and and I've I've watched this clip already, but what he's going to say here is the reason why our country is better is because of white people. And the reason why I've heard that before indigenous people, uh, it's now he doesn't say it outright, but that's what he's saying here. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that the indigenous people's society didn't last is because their society was inferior and the yeah. white society is is superior. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Listen, OK, it's not like the whole country was 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 uh, was uh, uh, occupied by this one group that we would call Native Americans. Oh, Jesus. There were rather disparate and warring tribes that waged wars of conquest and extermination against each other and had been doing so for centuries before we arrived. But you can't be more specific because there is no coherent chain of custody for this allegedly stolen land. There was, for thousands of years rather. There were no deeds. There were no deeds to the land. They didn't see, Matt Walsh does does not clearly understand that the indigenous people of this country, before white people came here and stole it from them, the Mm -hmm. land, they didn't see that they owned the land. They didn't have ownership of the land. They lived with the land. That was yep. part of their culture. He does not understand culture. He clearly does not. And he clearly does not want to understand other people's culture mm-hmm. at all or, and, and try to understand it. He only, he only works inside his little white box, and that's right. why it's all white supremacy here. And it's to make people like Madison Cawthorn feel good about themselves. Because you can't blame Madison Cawthorn for, you know, stealing the 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 Indians, as he puts it, land. Yeah. That's that's the that's the fallacy here is that 
we, I'm a white person. Mm-hmm. Gabe, I do not walk around with any guilt that my ancestors, because some of my ancestors came here in, in, in the 17th century. We tracked back on my, on my mom's side in the tree. Mm-hmm. They came here uh, <laughs> from England and they came here in the 17th century. So they were part of the, the stealing of the land. Mm-hmm. I don't hold any guilt, even though I know that's the truth. Truth does not have to mean guilt. Right. And I, 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 well, and your heritage has two sides, right? Yeah. Mine, yeah. mine has really, I'm, I'm, I'm really a really pasty white dude. Like through and through, I'm a pasty white dude. Yeah. But your heritage has two different stories, right? Yeah. And, I mean, and, even, even the story of like from my father's side, you know, I've got Spanish background and, and Mexicans, you know, and, uh, indigenous uh of of mexico right and i've got one group coming from spain and decimating raping pillaging the other half or Mm -hmm. the other half of my half of my my background right so it's like it's very complicated i mean like and then you know my grandparents my mom's side came came over much later but even if you look at just my father's side i've like even within the latino community i've already got one one group just like you know Christopher Columbus and all, you know, all these other people that are coming over in a non fucking genocide way, uh, even though they are, I mean, destroy, like, even if you look at Mexico city, right? Like Mexico city was completely advanced in the engineering that was there and in the waterways and the marsh demolished, demolished. And that's why you see Mexico city actually sinking because it's built on like a marshland. Right. But for, even for me, for one half of my side, which is like, I've got family, in Mexico, the other half came from Spain and, and just, you know, like that, that side is already, right. cause, already even, cause even your dad, enough. even your dad's culture mm-hmm. is built, is built on the Spanish crown taking over the indigenous people of Mexico, right? right? Like that, that entire culture is built on that. Just like our culture that we have here in this country is built upon the foundation of us mm-hmm. stealing indigenous people's land mm-hmm. and enslaving black people, African people to come here and build our country and our and our fucking economy and our society. Like literally this is what it's built on. Now, do we have to hold guilt because we're white? No. No. You don't have to hold guilt. You can have truth and not have guilt. Now, right. if you feel guilty about it, if you feel guilty about it, my belief is, this is just my belief, it's not an opinion. It's a belief because I, I can't prove this beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is true. But my belief is if that you are a person who holds guilt for what happened that, that is beyond your control, but the truth makes you feel guilt, it is either one of two ways. You are either a fucking bigot or you truly have not come to know who you really are. Right. That is my belief that Matt Walsh here either truly doesn't know who he is or he's a bigot. And I'll prove it to you in just the fucking statements that he gives. Let's listen. Only the law of conquest, which is a law that all people lived by and died by. There are winners and losers in such a system. Here's the white distinction. You want to talk about the left wants nuance? Well, here it is. In a world governed by the law of conquest, which is how the whole world was governed for thousands of years, there are winners and losers 
but it is much harder to identify villains and victims. You know, by the law of the land at the time, it's hard to make villains out of Indian tribes that, for example, massacred settlements. You piece of shit. That's just how it worked. And they were on, the settlements were on land that those uh, Indian tribes wanted or felt that they had a right to. Modern people love to feast at the banquet of Western civilization while still whining about the people who provided the banquet. There it is, right there. We are better than you. Us white people provided what you had today. You should be grateful and you should be thanking us because white people are the reason why this and the reason why that. This is the white supremacy. This is the bullshit. This is mm-hmm. this is where he is a bigot and he is totally insecure about the truth because it makes him feel guilty. Right. And it doesn't make him feel superior. And here's the thing. You don't like just accepting the truth doesn't mean you inherently feel guilt. Did we lose him? Ned, Ed, what, what? I think I, I, you froze. Oh. Oh, there you are. Now, okay, now, you're, yeah. good. now you're good. Now you're good. So what, what I'm saying is like it, the idea of Matt Walsh being like, oh, you, you know, feel guilty and all this bullshit. You don't have to feel guilty, okay? You accept the truth and you learn from that and say, how do we do better as a society? How do we improve ourselves? How do we progress forward and take what we did in the past and say that was really fucked up? We should not do that, right? We understand that when regions get, uh, you know, whether it's advancement in military uh, equipment or strategy or people or whatever it is, they're going to naturally have this desire, as we've seen over time, wars waged over religion and political ideologies and all these things. And yes, you look at America and what we were like, what it was established on, and it's a very gross background. It is a very violent past. And accepting it doesn't mean that we have to say, oh, you know what? Everyone should feel guilty. Yeah, you should look at it and be like, that was fucked up. That was something terrible. We should never have done that. And also look at it and say, like, how do we never come back to this again? by teaching and educating people to understand what mistakes we've made in the past to make sure that what we do in the future is better. You know, I, I, I can't agree more now. Amanda points out something that someone keeps pointing out. Oh yeah. They keep pointing this out. Do you see this in the background? Here's dipshit here. Yeah. And he's got his, he's got his book cause he can't figure out what a woman is. Right. right. And, and, and he's got his like basketball trophy. Is that what that is? Yeah, 2022, probably his indoor basketball league. He probably right. bought it from a local, local trophy shop. He was like, yeah, put 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 MVP on there. Right. I, sh- I should put a trophy behind me. Yeah. But he's got this banjo here, which really calls It does. But you do you see this thing right here? What the it's fuck a baby, is that? It's a baby Matt Walsh cr- uh, crawling. Because I, I, too. What is this? Why is that there? I don't know. I'm sure. If, here. Okay, hold on. I've had several people pointed out like on screenshots yeah. and shit. And Amanda's saying she can't stop focusing on this Matt Walsh. It, now it looks like it has a diaper on, but I can't. Yeah. Tell it's a, ba- it's, it's a baby Matt Walsh, a crawling baby Matt Walsh with a diaper on. Does he now, sell this thing? Um, I don't know. You can buy a little baby version of this poster on Redbubble, but I don't know. I, I mean, most, 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 you know, really egotistical people if they're gonna put something that is a image of them behind them they would like a bobblehead right okay so the bobblehead the background is Mm -hmm. 
It's called Sweet Baby Gang. Oh, so that's what's on his coffee mug here. Watch yeah, yeah. this. Sweet, Watch sweet this. Baby Gang. That's what it is. So if you look at his coffee mug right here, that's what it says on the coffee mug. It's yeah. Sweet Baby Gang. So that is that is what that whoa, is. Whoa, 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 wait. The guy who constantly talks about children and children's genitalia and what bathrooms are going into. Are you telling me his catchphrase and his merch says Sweet Baby Gang? Yeah. Yep, that is correct. What the fuck? Listen, I had a lot of a lot of things to say about Matt Walsh, and I did not know this. This is just something that I'm finding out. I don't know if you guys are just finding this out, but this motherfucker, do you have do you have like a, a um, link to his merch store or something so we can show this sweet baby gang? Yeah, Are you I'm, fucking kidding me? Okay, I found something as a four minute clip that explains the the uh, he explains it. No, somebody else oh, made a video yeah, yeah, a month ago. Okay, let's let's that let's supposedly this is the origin of the sweet baby gang. Okay, so this is this is where it came from, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, let's see if we can this is I, not his video, this is a video that somebody else made. I hate to uh snuff this out, but this is important stuff here. It's this video is called The Origins of Sweet Baby Gang. Now, let's see if we... So the actress Monique recently got herself into hot, hot water because of comments she made about the way, according to her, some black women dress and present themselves in public. She was inspired to offer this criticism after noticing lots of slovenly attire at the airport. She spoke about the issue for several minutes and then did a follow-up video further explaining it. But uh, here's some of the original Instagram posts. Let's watch and as we began to walk through the airport, I saw so many, actually too many to count and too many for me to tap. But I saw so many of our young sisters in head bonnets, scarves, slippers, pajamas, blankets wrapped around them. And this is how they're showing up to the airport. And it I've been seeing it, not just at the airport. I've been seeing it at the store, at the mall. I've been seeing sisters showing up with these. Do you remember this video? I don't remember this video. I don't no. know what this is. I don't know what this is. What, 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 who, and, and what is she talking about? She's offended that people are showing up in pajamas at the airport? It sounds like that, yeah. I, I mean, mean, if, I, I mean if I, well, I think so. But I, the reason why I would imagine people show up at the airport in pajamas is because they're going to sleep on the plane, right? I mean, I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to use like ration, rational thought here. Like, logic. okay, I know where you can skip this, uh, but go to, go to one, go to like one fifteen, one sixteen, one. Okay, okay, all right. This is I where he begins to use it. I didn't think this is. I didn't think that it was, was a point he was making. I think for this. Watch. Okay, let's watch. Now, after watching that, I'm beginning to think I need to start softening some of my more controversial takes by calling the audience sweet babies. Seems to work for Monique. I, something tells me it wouldn't work as well for me. All right, let's go now to um, reading the YouTube comments. It says, uh, there was something so unnatural about hearing Matt utter the words, my sweet babies. Anthony says, Matt calling all of us sweet babies gave me PTSD. But then another comment says, okay, so Matt's fan base is officially known as the Sweet Baby Gang. There you go. I, uh, 
I, I, I guess I can't really tell anyone else how to identify themselves. So if you want to be the sweet baby gang, you can be. Okay, so now now he's not yeah. able so to she, tell in people. In that video, that woman, I believe, used the phrase sweet baby. Oh, okay. And then he looked, is, called it sweet. He's like, oh, I got to soften up for these sweet babies. And then in a the follow-up, they're like, oh, we're now the sweet baby gang. Or the saying the fan group or the supporters or the watchers or whatever are sweet baby gang. <laughs> and that is where he got it from. <laughs> I love it. We're the fuckum fan here. Yeah. And he's got the sweet baby gang, which I, I see what he's saying now. So she was calling these weak, frail people who are showing up in pajamas, I guess, maybe in the airport. Sweet babies. Sweet yeah. babies. Um, so he said the word <clears throat> and then they took off with it. Let's finish to see if he yeah. how he embraced it here. Yeah, you know what? Let's go with that. Just to, just to really confuse everybody who doesn't listen to the show. Hundreds of submissions. Five finalists. Three judges. One winner. This is the Daily Wire search for the official Sweet Baby Gang anthem. Okay, I, I can't do that anymore. That's fucking creeping me out. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? I wow. All of those guys are idiots. And that oh is how it came God. from. It. He well, took a phrase that a black woman used, and then the community was like, we should use it as the sweet baby gang, and that's what it should be called. And then I guess they voted on it because that matters. Mm-hmm. And it, then it sounds like it. So yeah, it looks like it looks like here it says Monique always addresses her subscribers that way. So again. He took something that she uses, right? Because I, I don't, I don't uh, follow or listen to Monique, so this is news to me. But I, from what it sounds like, it sounds like she she calls her subscribers sweet oh, babies. Oh, she calls them sweet babies. Right. So right. he, wait a second, you're telling me Matt Walsh appropriated the fucking. Yep. Fr- That's why I said he stole this phrase God from a black damn. woman. I mean, it only makes more sense that this now, guy would be yeah. the person that would do it. See, I thought I had to do with this sick obsession with children because sweet babies. But well, probably I, I would imagine. Well, I mean, once maybe he, it's a once, double. Once he heard it, Matt Walsh was like, "Ooh, yeah, babies. I love Ooh, babies. Babies." And then yeah, saw that as a potential fucking like, yeah. weirdo. Speaking of weirdos, did you see the Mike Lindell news? Apparently, he's been sanctioned by a Michigan judge uh, for issuing frivolous subpoenas in a fishing expedition. Somebody also, buying, I think uh, we have. Uh, hold on, let me just make sure. Do we have some more breaking news? Um, let me just confirm. Do you have something from what DOJ? Looks uh, like it was 27 minutes ago. So what, what, what happened? Kind of, it's the rail strike. So it looks like the House has voted to pass a bill to avert the rail strike by a margin of two to one. Uh, looks like 79 Republicans joined Democrats to pass it. So, well, yeah, because they don't, they can't. Ha- it's the one thing Republicans can't have is as soon as they take Congress, the fucking the the railways grind to a screeching halt yeah. um, as they take Congress. So that mm-hmm. was likely to pass. A lot of people were upset about that because they got um, as opposed to seven or nine days off, I believe, is what the uh, union was looking for. Yeah. Um, the agreement was one day off a year, I think, is. Uh, people are upset about, which I mean, that is something to be upset about, but we definitely don't need the railways to grind to a, a screeching halt here. So I'm I'm happy that uh, yeah. Congress and the administration was able to reach a deal to keep uh, the rails open. I mean, because we are we are down to, you know, because what, what when did they go for recess? 
Um, I think they only, I think they only have like 13 uh, actual session days left. I and then they either. come back when they're, when like new no, people No, that's are... from now to the end of the year. I think they have 13 or 14 session right. days. That's okay. The and then, and then January 3rd is when everyone, right. or whatever. Correct. Is, everyone, yeah. Well, because they'll have their Christmas break, um, mm-hmm. and then they have their weekends. So it's, there's only right. so many days for session here. Um, which I think that's the, the... Um, the, the thing about the Nancy Pelosi tweet this morning about the respect for marriage act, it seems like she's going to try to draw that to the floor as fast as she can. Um, because definitely want to make sure that gets voted on before the Nazis take over the house of representatives. Cause we know that they're not going to, mm-hmm. they're not going to bring that bill and vote for it. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries is, is trending. Why is there something because, going oh, on? He was voted. Okay, so so that is news. Yeah, yeah. Um, that happened so he, before. That happened before the show started. I okay, I yeah, I was I was trying to figure out um, some news on uh, the Oath Keepers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I wasn't paying attention, but Hakeem Jeffries apparently uh, has been voted in unanimously. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, Philip Lewis has it. Let me let me show this here. Uh, if you're not following Philip, you should. Um, rather on Twitter or other platforms, but he says Washington AP Hakeem Jeffries unanimously. Elected leader of the House Democrats will be the first black person to lead major party in Congress, which that's a great feat. Um, not not only uh, is that history, but it's history that Hakeem Jeffries is because right. this guy is. And we, no we talked about this, right. you know, after after the election, we were saying, like, who could be, you know, the next leader of the of the House of the Democratic House. And, you know, we talked about Hakeem and, you know. All of these clips, I'm sure this is one of you're going to pull up. But like this is the one about Jeannie Thomas here. Yeah, and every single one that he had, this is a great one. But every single one that he has is always fucking fire. Right? No fucking, no fucks given. Right? The guy's like, look, I'm in a position of power, and I'm going to call this shit out, and I'm going to call it how I see it. And this is why you elected me in office because he's great at narrative too. Yeah. Which I think is going to be a huge change. He's mm-hmm. great at narrative. He's great at messaging. <laughs> Let's listen to the fr- front of this clip. And if Justice Thomas really wants to deal with bullying in America or this problem of people supposedly unwilling to accept outcomes that they don't like, I've got some advice for Justice Thomas. Start in your own home. Ooh. Have a conversation with Jeannie Thomas. She refused to accept the legitimacy of the 2020 presidential election. Why? Because she didn't like the outcome. And there's there's the new leader of the House leaders, uh, the Democrats uh, in the House, um, which if if we do our jobs for democracy and we get out and make sure that we engage in our democracy in 2024, mm-hmm. it's possible that Hakeem Jeffries could be the next uh, Democratic yeah. uh, speaker of the House. I mean, it's, which, a, it's a it's about time. And I'm also glad to see him in that position to have that absolutely leadership over the party. Well, you know, this also this also undermines a lot of the bullshit that we get from the right where it's like Nancy Pelosi, this and Nancy Pelosi, that Nancy Pelosi, this Um, this is going to undermine a lot of that narrative because she's no longer in that leadership role. Um, Now, of course, you know, I'm sure she's going to be consulting because I'm not always a Nancy Pelosi fan. I'll say that uh, outright Um, and, and more style than anything. But there is no person on this planet. Gabe, that knows the House of Representatives and procedures better oh, than yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Like, I mean, I can only imagine the Rolodex that Nancy Pelosi has on people to be like, oh, this person, you know, their interests are this and they do this. And I mean, like she knows everyone's strengths and weaknesses to say like, all right, we should definitely approach it this way. 
you should be more combative or you should be more like you should be less combative or you should bring this up or you should talk about this or you should, you know, invite them to do this. Like you want to get them, you know, if you're trying to whip votes up, you know, you got to figure out how to read people. And I think, you know, Nancy Pelosi is, does such a great job at that. I mean, she's an effective leader within the Democratic Party, especially as Speaker of the House. She is someone who uh, has done a good job. And now this you've got a younger person a person of color coming into position, a person who doesn't fucking, you know, again, give zero fucks on what you think more or less, because he's like, look, I don't know how long I'm going to have this position. So I might as well call this shit out now because nothing is guaranteed. And to have someone like that and to have someone who is, who is filling that position, I think is a huge, a huge milestone, but also to still have Nancy Pelosi in her position as like an advisor or someone that could say, this is how, you know, as like the transition process into into bringing them into that position, um, I think is definitely welcomed and also something of value that still have her around. You know, Right. Well, and I think Nancy Pelosi um, will hold her seat as long as she wants to, mm-hmm. um, regardless of leadership or not leadership. Right. She'll hold that seat. Um, it is a secure seat. That's the other thing that's most important about uh, leadership in, in the House of Representatives or the Senate that. Uh, people need to understand is that the reason why a lot of times you see certain people who are you would like, oh, they're they would be a great leader, but they can't be is because they don't hold as secure of a seat. Right. Your leadership has to hold those secure seats. It has to be something that they can continue to be in leadership for a long time. You can't risk like um, you remember uh, Eric Cantor. You remember that guy? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, got yeah. primaried. He got primaried and he got he was leadership and it was a huge blow to Republican Party. And the reason why is because they had a leader who wasn't a leader because a leader does not lose their seat. That is just mm-hmm. not a thing a leader does. And that's why Donald Trump is not a leader. That's why he's a loser. Right. Because he lost he lost the popular vote several times now. And he's probably going to lose it several more. Um, and also and also unanimous, too. I mean, let's let's. Talk about that. That right. that is, I, I think, a huge, That's a huge, a huge vote of confidence from the Democratic Party to be like, we unanimously voted to have this person as our leader. Well, I think the other signal that that could send, and maybe, maybe I'm just uh, off my rocker here, but it also could send a a clear message to the Republicans: you better get your shit together and you better pick a speaker yeah. because we we will unanimously vote for someone. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like we're not infighting. Like they can the Republican Party can almost already guarantee that if it comes up against Kevin McCarthy or or whoever they actually vote for, Marjorie Taylor Greene or whatever the fuck it is, versus Akeem, you already know that you've got the Democratic Party's like, yeah, fuck yeah. We already voted for this guy to be Democratic leadership. We're gonna vote for him to be the speaker of the house. Right. So you now have to fight against one hundred percent of that group to go against like how many was the difference it was like two what do you know what the difference is from At right now um i'm not really sure because there was a democratic congressman that, that passed away in virginia oh, yeah, which right. um that's probably going to be that seat's going to be filled temporarily by yunkin um now if yunkin does the right thing and actually you know uh gives a Democrat that seat but i doubt he will he'll probably give it to a republican until there's a special election and i believe 
I'm not exactly sure um, how their special elections work in Virginia, but I'm sure sometime next year they'll elect another congressperson right. in the district. Um, so, like right now, it's two thirteen to two twenty. Right, is the current map that's there, and you need two eighteen for control. So Democrats right. only need five Republicans, right, to, to vote in their favor. Right, and 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 Democrats, Democrats, they have signaled that they are easily. Um, giving a unanimous vote so they can unanimously vote for someone that the Republicans don't necessarily want, even if it's a Republican. Right. Like, right. That may be the signal also that they're sending there. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure it was arranged by the master vote counter, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Um, so everyone we're running out of time. But I, um, and we didn't get to talk much, Gabe, uh, me and you about uh, Stuart Rhodes um, being yeah. found guilty of <clears throat> sedition. But I, I, I have already messaged um, Tasha and Dakota to see if they want to come on the show. Nice. So if we arrange an interview with them, of course, we'll play it here on the show. Um, maybe we can get them on live or something, get the reaction. There's actually uh, – Dakota was on Twitter Spaces last night. Yeah, I was listening I was, to him. I listened to a little bit of that. Yeah, and uh, Daily Beast has done a couple articles. So if you want to go out, uh, show Dakota and Tasha some support. Um, they're relieved that Stewart now – is going to be facing sentencing in a federal prison um, because of not just because of January 6th, but he's a monster, not just because he's a seditious monster, but he's also a monster to them personally. So, mm-hmm. um, so uh, show them some support. If you can uh, today, go give them some encouragement. I'm sure they're getting a lot of hate out there, but um, so go find Tasha and Dakota on Twitter and give them some love today. Um, they're, they're probably going to need uh, plenty of it, but I, I I have a feeling they're relieved. Yeah. And again, I've reached out to them <clears throat> and I talked to them last night, but not too much. I'm I'm hoping that we'll uh, we'll get their thoughts and feelings if they want to come if they want to come talk um, yeah. to to the audience and tell uh, how they feel about um, Stuart Rose being found guilty of sedition. So everybody, same time, same place tomorrow. Remember. Bonehead of the week is mm-hmm. back this We're week, back. baby. We are back and we are better than ever. So go to Twitter at Tony Michaels Pod as long as Twitter's on the app store. Now follow us there. You can vote there. You can also vote on the YouTube. Well, wow. vote oh, on the weird. YouTube channel. I don't know what happened. You can vote on the YouTube channel in the community tab. So um so make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and then download every single episode on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Mm-hmm. Make sure to leave us a great review while you're subscribing there. And if you're on the Midas Touch Facebook page, don't forget to come follow us at the Tony Michaels page. I know I've been a little lazy because of Thanksgiving, putting up memes. But as I find them, I will try to post stuff that I find if I think it's fucking hilarious. You know I'll post it there. So go follow us on Twitter. And hell, download the Twitch app while you're at it. Why not? Why yeah. the hell not? Why the hell not? And go to store.dtonymichaels.com. We still have the Dark Brandon merch over there. Mm-hmm. They're still over there. If you want to get your family Dark Brandon or Dank Brandon merch, go to store.dtonymichaels.com. They make great Christmas gifts, gays, and they support the show. And mm-hmm. we, we appreciate all your support. You're the best audience in the world. Until tomorrow, same time, same place, noon Eastern, 11 Central, 9 Pacific on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Simulcasting on Facebook. Surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. 
பாக்கம் Murphy's Mealborn, head-ass speaking. 